Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's get hammered. What is going on, people? This is Point Hammered episode 111. Well, well, well. Look what the saber toss dragged in. <laughs> Today is the 25th of September, 2014. Mm-hmm. What going, a day. What's going on, man? Shit, buddy. It's pretty nice out for once. That's awesome. Staying warm. Weather's holding. Thus far. I haven't had to bring over my podcasting jacket yet, <laughs> my podcasting hat and gloves. Seen a news story today that said 2014 is going to go down as the warmest year on record, and that fucking does not apply here. I can tell you that shit. I don't know is where that they're judging carry over it. the winter months. Yeah, who knows? Not according to these dickweeds that write the Farmer's Almanac, I'll tell you that. Those fucking farmers. <laughs> I know Ben Franklin had something to do with this. Yeah, fucking gay. Asshole. <laughs> what have you been up to, my man? <laughs> oh, I've been busy. I've been busy, John. Oh, yeah? Working on an exalted <laughs> flamer. You've been fucking flicking that bean? <laughs> <laughs> I've been fucking flicking away. Mixing it up, left and right. Nice. Fingers. You gotta, you gotta get versatile, dude. Ring finger. keep happy. Middle finger. <laughs> A little bit of the pointer. <laughs> I'm all good. <laughs> Exalt the Flamer for North Star. Conversion work is done. Pretty happy with it. Just got to paint the bastard. Got my epoxy sculpt in. So I've been doing the basing on the big Cthulhu type guy. Although I haven't been too enthused about really working on him. But just plugging away yeah. on that stuff. The main thing I've been working on is the the new Gorka Morka campaign, my man. It's, oh, shit. It's fucking dropped. We got a new season going. <laughs> the gang is back together. I'm running mm. the robots again. How's it going for you? It's going pretty shitty this yeah. time around. Rumor has it that the foot <laughs> might have <laughs> absconded with one of your vehicles already. <laughs> yeah. So I'm running the robots. J-Jack is running the muties this time around, which are a bunch of post-apocalyptic... Mad Max Imperial motherfuckers. ...riding mutated horses around. Like a couple of boners. Yeah. I mean, Bear, Bear and Ledge are still doing the Gorkers and the Markers like they mm. did before. So, yeah, it's been going... Well, the first game was pretty good, going up against Bear. Bear, you know, the, the starting mob is kind of a tricky thing to figure out. So Bear went for the biggest fucking cannon he could get. <laughs> went for only a single vehicle and a motorcycle. And in our game, did not work out for him. He <laughs> fired a, a a single round off before he ran out of ammunition. <laughs> and then I proceeded to ram into his vehicles, beat up on his guys, see him off. Nice. Second game against J-Jack, running his muties. These guys are fucking nasty. They got like old plasma cannons and like grenade launchers and like power weapons and and shit yeah so yeah it went okay like i lost a couple guys and then jjack skedaddled (laughs) but he had like a direct like plasma cannon hit onto the supper wagon yeah and like blasted every single guy (laughs) off the vehicle including my knob who proceeded to crawl a few inches on the ground and then his robotic fluids finally ran out and they die yeah he's a he was a dead man dead robot so that wasn't too great going into my game against legend mm. i was down my best guy he's got to get a new body for his little positron positronic brain there you're golden yeah 
I'm trying to figure out what I want to do because I did have a new guy take over the war band, and I was figuring that he just there was like one survivor from last year's robot war band, and I figured he's just like uploading copies of himself on <laughs> every one of the robots. So it's just like a bunch of versions of him in different bodies. <laughs> So do you think he like sucks his own dick all the time? <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like that, <laughs> With, like a bunch of gay robots. Yeah, <laughs> not really gay. It's your dick, dude. <laughs> yeah, I would give it two thumbs. I'd have to work on some background fluff. <laughs> but man, yeah, this last game against Ledge was fucking terrible. He bought a a big harpoon cannon, which is really. Like, the strength of it is really un- unreliable. It's strength D6 plus 2. Yeah. And first turn, he fucking boosted all the way across the table <laughs> and blasted the, the kill cruiser before it had even moved and immobilized it. <laughs> so that was... Those guys had, like, a 18 to 20-inch slog across open terrain. Yeah. It was bad news. I, I kind of <laughs> just had to huddle in the vehicle until my other truck came around. And then while he was occupied, I kind of ran him out. And it was a pretty bloody affair. Both had some casualties. And then fucking legend passed his bottle check. And when it came to my turn, the uh, failed bottle check streak is uh, unbroken. <laughs> my boy skedaddled out of there. <laughs> And then two of them got killed in that battle, and then he fucking ran off with the kill cruiser. <laughs> so I'm down a truck, two guys. Yeah, fucking gay. Fucking lost a knob. It was pretty awesome after the the knob went down. There's a, a a challenge for leadership in the in the mob, and you have to do a little pit fight. And it's kind of random between it, but I have those little robotic dogs. You remember yeah. from before? Yeah. Like one of those, like tried to assert itself as the new leader <laughs> of the mob and it got into a pit fight with this other guy and like he just barely lost and i was like oh that would have been awesome to have this little dog he's like the leader of the mob <laughs> noise but yeah so we've been pretty excited about that i've been going back and i've actually been working on the old uh fort terrain that i did I did most of it in a hurry last year. Yeah, for the for the season finale. Yeah, a lot of it was in the. You know, if you look at it, there's a lot of different browns and oranges and silver. There's a lot of different types of rust effect, but it just looked kind of flat overall. So I went back and added some different pieces of color and kind of makes it make it look a little more junkier. Yeah, um, with different colors in there and added some static grass. So I redid the fort, and then I'm also working on some like deadland trees and then also i got a fucking box of cactuses i'll make some gorkamorka cactuses you never see any any cactuses on any warhammer battlefields no that's true what's up with that you gonna dip into the cowboy terrain boxes yeah <laughs> so i've been got these sweet i got the little prickly pears i got the big ones that look like prickly dicks all <laughs> different kinds of cactuses here I'm pretty excited <laughs> and then i've gone back to Actually, working on some of the models themselves from last year, where it was the same kind of issue. They had different kinds of browns and oranges I used on them, but overall, they looked kind of flat. So I was just mucking around, seeing how I could get in some different colors. Yeah. And I was actually ended up doing some, like, Wapple-style shit from his DVD, where I put out a bunch of different colors, and I was, like, mix them on the palette, and this... This last one looks 
pretty awesome. Like it, it doesn't look super rusty, but it looks really junky. And there's like different kinds of colors. And he he looks like he, he was made from different parts of like different Necron warriors, yeah. different robots. Sure. So I really really like how that turned out. So I'm gonna be going back <laughs> and updating all those guys. But it was really I don't know. That's probably one of the funnest painting things I've done in a long time because I've been working on the high elves and. I don't know. Some about them they just haven't been been that fun when I've been working on them. Sure, but for some reason working on this robot got me really giddy. <laughs> and that that Wapple stuff is is kind of interesting if you get the shaded base coat DVD to see how he does it because he mixes a lot of colors. Yeah, and so for like a Warhammer army, it's something I would never do. But like a mob of like ten guys, you, know, you could easily do it on each individual guy. Yeah, and if they turn out slightly different, it's no big deal at all. Sure. Uh, and then the last thing. Was my fucking eBay package arrived, my man? My seven hundred fifty dollar box. What was in it? Oh, you'll be able to see on the blog. But <laughs> once you crack that sucker open, seven hundred fifty bones. <laughs> <laughs> seven hundred fifty one dollar bills. <laughs> it's fucking forty chaos dwarf blunderbusses. Oh, forty chaos dwarf metal. Great weaponers, a whole selection of characters, all the war machines, <laughs> multiples of all the war machines. No it was a shit. fucking huge chaos dwarf lot, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It's something about that looking on eBay. Because I was looking for either like a refurbishment project yeah. where they're already painted and then I could work on them or like a big lot of cheap stuff that's already assembled Yeah, and then I could save time that way. This one really... I guess most of them are assembled, but I'm going to have to redo some of the basing, I decided. Uh, but this one was neither. For some reason, I don't know. Some about the these peeled? retro models, yeah. And This sounds like some hobby wobble to me <laughs> because you're all over the I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not claiming I'm not wobbling. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm pretty stoked. And what I'm going to use them for is actually I'm not going to be using them as the Tomercon Chaos Dwarves. No? No, because the... Well, there's two things going on with that. First is those Tomercon dwarf armies aren't really dwarf armies hardly at all. Yeah. They're just <laughs> collections of various units, war machines, monsters. There's only ever like one unit of dwarves in there. And then like the you can't really do proper fighty units of dwarves in there. They're so expensive. Like the points are really strange. Like great weapons are three points a piece. Yeah, blunderbusses are like six points a piece. So you're going fucking normal dwarves? Yeah, I'm using these as <laughs> you son of a bitch. normal dwarves proper. Like think how this will look: a huge horde of like forty <laughs> chaos great weapon dwarves. Like you have never seen anything like that on the tabletop because even back in the day when people ran these, it was only like twenty five or yeah. thirty man units, <laughs> five wide. Yeah, so I'm really, really pumped. And the blunderbusses I can use as those elite handgunner type dudes, whatever the hell they are. I haven't looked up any rules or anything. I've just based purely on the models. I'm going to be doing this. <laughs> Maybe it's a mistake. I don't know, but I'm pretty, pretty psyched because I pretty much got all every chaos dwarf that was ever made. <laughs> nice. And I can kind of work from that. I actually don't have any plastic ones, so I'm just going to get uh, another lot of those and kind of work a couple of those turds in. Yeah. <laughs> But super psyched. Yeah, definitely I want to do something with the dwarves. And I'm going to get some of those Russian alternative Chaos Dwarf models. Have you seen those? No. Those are perfect because they have the big hats, the same kind of beard style 
Um, and I can use those as like hammerers or like iron breakers because they have hand weapon shield guys. Sure, maybe long. Somebody use those as supplement. Yeah, these uh, this original line, the the proper hordes I'm looking for. So, and then I was thinking that maybe I might do some of the, you know, because I can do a double army easily. I'm actually thinking a triple army here. Yeah. Because I could do the Tomercan stuff if I wanted to. I'm not sure if I will because I played the Dogs of War before, and I don't know. I don't. I kind of foresee this Tomercan befalling this the same fate. <laughs> I mean, they're, I don't think they're ever going to make an update for it. Right. And so eventually, what, 10 or 15 years from now, are people still going to be using these same kind of shitty rules? where half the stuff is really bizarre and it doesn't really fit with a lot of the GW stuff. So I'm not, if I feel like it, I might, but I'm not going to be banking anything on that. Uh, but the other army is actually going to use it for was, I really like, I've always liked the Orc and Goblin yeah, and the combined arms aspect to sure. the Chaos Dwarves. So I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, green skins for uh. this list. So I won't be able to use it for the dwarf part, but if I do a Chaos Dwarf Tomercon list, I'll be able to work them in. And then sure. I was thinking I could even use just the Orcs and Goblins list, and then for the dwarves, I would use them as Black Orcs. Okay. And then I kind of have to fudge the bases a little bit yeah. to get them on the 25. So I'm not <laughs> sure how I do that yet, but then, because that's the only way to use the old, because I have a bunch of the old bull centaurs as well. The smaller ones? Yeah, so yeah. they're on cav bases. So you, the only way I figured out how to use them is uh, as the boar boys, well, which they make a good... I've played against for. bros in tournaments with those models just on the bigger yeah. bases. <laughs> no, I was thinking for that I would probably do... I wouldn't do the forge roll, but I might do something like dragon ogres. Sure. With like big... Big beards and hats kind of deal. Sure. I'm not sure. Okay. If I did want to do that, maybe I would put those just on a huge base to just to be dicky. <laughs> put the ball centaur on the 100. <laughs> Telling but, you, I've seen it and played it against yeah. it. So, All yeah, right. that's the only way to kind of figure out how to use those because those are cool models as well. Sure. But, yeah, super, super pumped. Don't know if this will supersede the high elves or not. <laughs> or if you'll wobble again. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely... I'm staying off eBay <laughs> for a while. Although, uh, next week, because of all my purchases, I'll have like 25 eBay bucks that I'll have to spend <laughs> in like two weeks. And then I'm going to have to go back on. Uh. So I'm kind of worried. <laughs> I don't know what else I'm going to come up with. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty... Pretty pumped though. Worse, you know, even if I don't do anything with them, they'll still hold their resale value yeah. compared to some other things. <laughs> and I was actually even uh, after they shipped, I sent a message to the seller, and I was like, oh, "Man, I'm super, super psyched to to get these things." Ever since that auction ended, my my beard has doubled in length, my <laughs> my hat has tripled in size. <laughs> and then I got a response, and he's like. Oh, I was wondering if this was Raj from Point Hammer. <laughs> like, oh, you just confirmed it. <laughs> so, nice. I've been chatting back and forth with him, and he's just pieced the army together over the years. Yeah. 
Um, oh, he's probably just listened to this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to doing something with it. All right. Sweet. Yeah. What do you What do you been doing, Mister Hastings? Hobby wise, I've been painting the Orctonian Rider, and it's going pretty fucking slow, my man. <laughs> Guy, like I said last time, I got his pants done, and then I've just been working all the little wraps and ties and shit that are all around him. And I have been finding some motivation thanks to the Skin Game Harry Dresden novel I've been listening to, mm. but it's pretty fucking slow going. Is that the new one. Yeah, that, that's the latest one. What is he doing that one again? I don't know. I'm like an hour into it, <laughs> but I can barely remember. Well, too through, through, through too many books, man. The part I'm on, he Mab takes him and loans him out to Nicodemus. Ah, uh, yeah. So I don't know where it's going Pretty from good. there. That's the last part I, I listened to. So fucking denarians. Yeah, dirty fucking coin keeping bastards. <laughs> Other than that, though, bad guys. I've been fucking just completely overwhelmed with fucking daily shit, man. I mean, I finally decided I fucking hate owning rental property, by the uh, way. Oh, yeah. I was going to so. ask for... It's been a while. We haven't heard any. Well, It's been almost close to a year now. Yeah, it's right? been, well, it's been over a year since I've been doing it, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been good money. I made a lot of loot, but I'm really considering selling the place. I was talking to a realtor today, and I've been discussing shit with property managers too. So the good part is hiring a property manager. I'm gonna go kill that ground squirrel out there. <laughs> <laughs> you, I just get a check, and I wouldn't have to do shit. The bad part is I'd make a bit less money on it, which is fine because they're still building equity. But I'm considering my options, and I'm fucking dead sick of it. So if anybody has any feedback. Mm-hmm. But anybody that's owned rental property knows it's a fucking bit of a hassle. Just like it's like you're always on call, just waiting for some shit to go wrong. So mm. it's a bit of a hassle. But you gotta hire on the nerd apprentice, man. Let wow. him take the heat. I got the perfect fucking person in mind here to run this place for me. I just gotta fucking lean on her a bit, and I think she'll go for it. So nice. she's one of the tenants there. Other than that, I started this fucking virtual tours thing. I was just showing Raj mm. some of my video for my quadcopter. Yeah, you got yourself a fucking drone, man. Yeah, Phantom 2 DJI drone with a GoPro. Fucking what a blast, dude. The video on it is phenomenal. Yeah, it's super HD and it's super steady and you can fl- they they have a 3000 meter range. You that you can get it so high you like can't even fucking see the thing. It's insane. You're like, well, I don't know where it is, so I'm just going to bring it down really slow <laughs> until I can see it again. So, uh, like, some people will hang little tassels off the back of it or glue stuff to the leg so they can see it when it's that far away. Mm-hmm. But it's really fun. It's a blast to fly. You're the and- first person to put a dwarf gyrocopter pilot <laughs> glued onto <laughs> his. <laughs> I was, in fact. <laughs> fucking put some Bugman stickers on it and shit. <laughs> it, uh, it's a blast, though. It takes me back to being a kid because I used to do a lot of remote control stuff back then mostly cars and trucks but yeah so that's that's been a blast and i got this i've been working on my web page for that so a lot of fucking work dumped into that shit and so what is it gonna be what's that a virtual tour of, of what uh you work with realtors doing virtual tours of properties they're selling oh, okay so and as you saw the effect is pretty awesome so yeah it's, it's really impressive i got this is difficult to admit. <laughs> okay. So uh, my alcoholism has been getting a bit out of hand lately. Oh. <laughs> and so like early last week, I 
realized that I'd been drinking like three or four glasses of vodka a night <laughs> and, oh and like mixed with whatever I could find. So Hastings. I spent like three weeks just, just steadily getting worse and worse. So yeah. last week I fucking poured idea. out all the booze that was in the house. Oh, good call. I've, I mean, I've gone out to the bar maybe twice since then, but mm-hmm. at first I was like sitting on the couch. You just really want to drink more. God, yeah. The booze. It's getting, but yeah, it was it was time to give wow. that up. So yeah, That's nuts, dude. I was starting to really spiral out of. Here. I was I was looking up where the meetings are in town. I was gonna go get a fucking coin and or a chip, uh-huh. fucking ten some meetings. But I reeled her back in. If you if you know anything about my family, they're all fucking raging alcoholics. So mm. I have some really good examples of how uh, not to get help living around here either. No, because that's all anybody wants to fucking do. Yeah. Every Tuesday, I go out, and my buddy Josh, we sit down right before volleyball. I was like, come on, dude. Let's get a picture and do a couple shots. <laughs> like, all right, here we go. <laughs> I'm not going to say no to that because he's fucking buying. So, uh-huh. yeah. Well, at least you got it out of the house. Yeah. I can't. There's no booze in this fucking house That's now. That's kind of my strategy. Yeah. I'd be drinking fucking NyQuil. Drink it steadily until <laughs> when it's not around, then I'm fine. But yeah. whenever <laughs> I know it's there, I'm just like, I want to drink. I want a little bit of booze. That'd be nice. So trying to clean up my act a bit. I bet my tolerance is higher than it's ever fucking been, though. <laughs> I could really f- I wish McClure would come along with his drinking <laughs> challenge right now. <laughs> oh, that would just be even more comical than it was last time. But <laughs> So, anyways, I did pick up a new hot rod. I talked about that last time. Yeah. Letting Rod's check her out. It's a pretty scary affair to be it's in. Like and four, five feet tall. Yeah, it's pretty short. It's got a good size. It's about the same wheelbase as the previous car, so it's it's not tiny. It's just the front really short. window is like twelve inches tall, maybe, <laughs> and then maybe. there's like a giant engine block blocking <laughs> a about three quarters of the view. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a blower sticking out of the fucking engine, just blocking everything. <laughs> it's uh, it's a bit of a scary ride, and it it's got this tiny steering wheel like a video game, and it's uh-huh. it's. Fucking just like driving a go kart. Like cruising USA. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking freaky to drive, man. And the like, the frame and the mechanics are solid, but the body is pulled out of a fucking barn or something. It's just a rusty, rickety piece of shit. So it's pretty scary to ride around in. Frankie it's like shaking around. Yeah, I took Frankie out, and he he's like, dude, I I think I should be wearing a diaper right now because I'm gonna fucking piss my pants. Oh, wow. I'm terrified. <laughs> head out sometime. Yeah. I get it before the winter. Oh, yeah. I got to take her in. It's leaking transmission fluid like crazy, and I just don't have the time to fucking deal with it. So, plus, because mm. I started a bathroom remodeling project. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm working on that, bastard. too. I <laughs> know. Uh, well, on top of it all, I met this chick, so I've been oh! talking to this girl. I know. It's pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. That's the been chick going. With the dick? Yeah, we don't I, have grinder. I haven't investigated yet. <laughs> Might not be a bean to flick. This was a internet coworker. This was a mutual Person. friend hookup. So mm. we hooked up. You know, we met up last Saturday, and then I was really nervous, and she was kind of nervous. So we both ended up getting really drunk. Mm. <laughs> but she lives in Madison, so I'm gonna head down there this Friday. Okay, I got a half. I got a half day tomorrow. I'm gonna head down there and. We got some we got some date activities planned. Down so. there and fucking flick the beam, man. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. It's weird to have some fucking hope in that regard because I've been down in the dumps for like a year and a half over this mm-hmm. fucking lady shit. So I'm pretty stoked. I'll say that. Is there a connection between the alcohol and the 
and the, situation. Yeah, uh, there's a connection between the ex situation, mm. just the drama, the bullshit. Yeah. Plus, you just get lonely. So like drama. These two fucking cats. They're they're good little boys, but you know they're they're not what you need in life. Really. Yeah, I remember when Mora moved out. Even though I was glad she was gone, <laughs> it was just kind of weird. Being yeah. alone by yourself again. Yeah, well, part just of the kind of <laughs> lay on the ground, don't know what to do. Yeah, You're like I could, I prayed for this day, and now it's here, and I can't barely bring myself to get focused yeah. on anything, and it's, just it's a rough. weird, weird mood mood to go through while you're disentangling your yeah. Wait, self. and you know, with this place now, I got this house, so all the chores and all the duties fall onto me so every fucking day i gotta spend like half an hour or so sweeping something or cleaning something and as you could tell by the lawn i haven't fucking <laughs> mowed that thing i maybe mowed it twice all summer because i was so fucking busy and shitty and it is in dire need but i don't foresee it happening anytime soon so mm. yeah okay, man Either way, finally something Things positive here. Up, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see if this works out. It's, it's kind of early to tell, but and then another thing with someone that far away, we've talked on the phone quite a bit, but you know, you don't get to know somebody as well that way. So, mm-hmm. fucking amen. Let's do the fucking email of the week. Yeah, this week we're hearing from Jason Traska. So Jason says, gentlemen. I've been painting for the better part of 17 years now. While my skills have improved marginally, I see all the magnificent work that you and the others do on the blog. It is quite motivational. At the same time, however, seeing all these absolutely amazing conversions and paint jobs makes painting seem quite the daunting task. Since I find the work you do to be the standard, and I am far from that standard... Do the HPBs have any advice for those of us boners out there that are a bit, or as in my case, much more challenged in the hobby department? Suck my balls, Jason. (laughs) Well, what do you got for him, buddy? I mean, we've said before, practice, 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 and you'll get better. But if this bro's been at it for 17 years... Well, you know, if he's online looking at blogs and stuff, you know, he's going to see a lot of great stuff out there. I guess in my mind... What might be the issue is don't spend so much time looking at different tutorials and other kinds of things like that. I mean, because you, I mean, you have to actually do something in order to soak it up. This is so true. In my mind, I think it might be best just to focus, you know, think about what you want to do, look up a tutorial on that specifically you know you can find multiple tutorials on anything but stick just look at one and then concentrate on that one fucking sit down do it do model after model you got to put in the time until till you're fucking mastering it yeah Yeah, until you're how you want it to yeah and then and then move on to the to the next thing i i guess is, is kind of how we over you know we didn't Go from nothing to greatness overnight. <laughs> you know, one thing, if this bro was here, he didn't say where he's from, but, I mean, we could sit down and show him some things that I'm sure would accelerate mm-hmm. his getting there. You know, so if you know anybody that can paint well, yeah, like sit down with them and I mean, get some get some I, ideas from them and have them show you how they do it. Yeah, what, what if exactly. they can sit down and give you one-on-one, that'd be good. I Otherwise, think- I don't... I've been to seminars, painting seminars and stuff, 
at conventions. I actually don't like those. I don't think they're really a good use of your money or time. You go through, it's like when you're surfing the internet, going through tutorials and stuff like that, you're just kind of taking in so much. You're kind of glancing. There's so many subjects they cover in those. Yeah. You're kind of glancing over everything. You're not. Well, you know, back to the one-on-one subject, there was a time when one of my exes way back when thought she could be an awesome painter. Mm-hmm. And so I let her I let her have at it and it was exactly you know the kind of basic nonsense you'd expect but then I sat down with her and like just showed her how to paint I painted one model and then she painted three there were witch elves I still have them in the case and she, the paint job she came up with on these three with the tutelage I gave her was better than like 95% of anybody's shit that you see at tournaments and now granted she only did three models but had she continued with it, like she could have done a whole army. Mm-hmm. So uh, getting that kind of one-on-one shit is obviously the number one way to go if it's available to you. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm going to do sessions, $1,000 for a, a weekend session. <laughs> Guaranteed to make you a fucking pro painter. You could, you could sell your models on eBay with the pro painter <laughs> tag on them. <laughs> Be pro painted certified? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'll make up a certification too, <laughs> dude. Speaking of that, the fucking pro painted segment is coming back to the blog. Sweet, I couldn't help it. Looking through eBay, I found. Uh, I missed that. I found some fucking hideous, hideous works, my man. Some glorious ones. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about picking up. There's a. You gonna buy them? <laughs> I want to see if somebody will buy it for me, and then I'll. There, there's one particularly hideous model, and. If somebody bought it for me, I would paint it to the very best of my ability and <laughs> enter it in to the Golden Brush competition at Adepticon this year. <laughs> what What is the model? Oh, well, it's a like a plague drone body oh, with a like a yeah with like a a giant's head with like this weird green stuff beard attempt, <laughs> and then there's a. Forge World Chaos Dwarf riding it, and he has a Space Marine head. <laughs> and it was under the uh, moniker Chaos Dwarf Wizard on Lamasu. <laughs> That's how I found it. So, yeah, look for that on the blog. If anybody wants to pick that up, or I might start a fund if people want to chip in a What's dollar it going each. For? It's 30 bucks. <laughs> With all the money your ass has been blowing on eBay, you can't fucking drop 30 bones on this? Fucking principal, man. (laughs) I think we got a bit off topic for the question there. But, But, yeah, try to limit your intake and just spend the time on those one-on-ones doing one model to the best of your ability and then move on. Or hire a pro painter to give you some one-on-one tutelage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. But he does have some additional questions he's posted on the blog about dipping and stuff like that, and we'll get back to him through some blog posts about that. So Okay. Moving on. Voicemail of the week. We got John Winger. The old point boy himself. HPB. Ex-winner of the Hastings Hangover Award. <laughs> was he the first winner? I think he was. Or the inspiration? Uh, yeah, it was one or the other. That's, yeah, I think he was the inspiration, actually. <laughs> Should call it the Winger Hangover Award, then. <laughs> nice. All right, let's give this a listen. Yeah, yo. Hello to the Point Boys. This is John Winger, former Point Boy. 
call in about your uh, whether or not we should uh, Wapaka tournament at Wapaka. Uh, I've got a few reasons why not to leave, and that's because you go to Stevens Point, why Stevens Point would be kind of dumb. Um, another reason is, you know, cheap beer at uh, Wapaka. I don't know what the prices are, but I'd rather like not spending a lot of money for beer. Third reason, it still smells of Johnny's farts, so, you know, brings back good memories. Uh, but there are a few reasons why we should consider, I guess, just in case we get a little too rowdy again and get ourselves kicked out. Another reason is they provide us with a uh, free BJ barrel. Of course, you know, that's a good thing to have. And the last reason uh, to possibly move is because, you know, Wapaka still smells of Johnny's farts. Thank you, and have a good one. <laughs> I don't think I'm the only person farting. <laughs> yeah, those Sunday mornings at Pack are oh, pretty brutal. Pretty ev- pretty much every tournament they yeah, are. Yeah, you can't can't blame that on one man. Yeah, well, <laughs> despite the level of blame that you deserve <laughs> you still have to distribute it around oh, not nice. evenly but well, thanks for the comments john yeah thanks john you get a priceless entry <laughs> into the wapaka yeah. vacation contest for the year and we've received other voicemails as well mm. and they'll all be taken into consideration okay and me and bear will fucking figure it out man awesome like, this is the last voicemail we'll be hearing about this Good, because I'm sick of hearing about this shit. <laughs> I don't think we should move it at all. I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> Let's do audiobook or book of the week. We kind of touched on mine. So yeah. I started listening to Dresden Skin Game. Mm-hmm. Best part about it, and you kind of touched on this when we discussed you listening to it, but you just get right in because yeah, you've yeah. heard it so much before. <laughs> this is book fucking 16 or something. It's comfortable. You're like, yeah, hair's back. In the beginning, he's doing some of those crazy acrobatic shit that Bubbles is into. Yeah, like parkour. Yeah, that's it. Par- and he's like, like doing flips and jumps and like, yelling. Yeah, this is going to... Parkour! This is going <laughs> to come into play later. It's going to be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so, so far, it's pretty awesome. I'm maybe about an hour in, if that. And uh, like I said, it has been motivating me to do more hobby stuff because it's good old fucking Harry Dresden, dude. Mm-hmm. He's stuck on his fucking island. This little weird brain tumor thing going on and just yeah. hanging out, talking to this island and avoiding Mab. <laughs> That's where it starts. <laughs> good old Harry. <laughs> but so far, pretty good. And if you've loved Harry Dresden and you haven't listened to this yet, it's same vein, dude. Fucking yeah. tap that motherfucker. <laughs> I've gone back to one of my favorite authors as well, Joe Abercrombie. Finally, no shit. I'm listening to Half a King. Yeah. His new book that just came out this summer. Yeah. Listening to this one on audiobook, did most of my Gorka Market terrain while this bastard was gone. It's it's good. Like it's supposed to be a young adult kind of book. I couldn't really tell. Yeah. Uh, it's gritty. Maybe they don't swear as much, but you know, it's about a young young type kid. It's set in like a Viking type era. Sure. But it's not it's not quite vikings but it's got like its own kind of mythology to it okay they have their own sayings and stuff like that you there's logan your, nine fingers in it no <laughs> but you got your weather luck and your weapon luck <laughs> what everybody talks about <laughs> and some of it's predictable but it it's good it's over nine hours i listened to the one by ben ben elliott yeah on audible why are there multiple audio versions of books on audible i don't get that I don't know, dude. Maybe the I can't even imagine why that would be. I'm sure there's some dumbass legal thing going on there, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Ben Elliot. That might be the British one, but maybe. But why would you bother making fucking two? 
They're reading a book to you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if anybody knows the answer to that, I'm kind of curious because there's multiple versions of Half a King, and I could see like maybe years later if like the rights changed or something like that, and because there's multiple versions of lots of Stephen King novels like that. Yeah, but if there's, but this one came if, out uh, six weeks ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are there two versions? Well, yeah, good call. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's a contest to see which one sells more, and then they're going to yeah. go with that bro from now on. But overall. You done with pretty, it, or you pretty? Just I'm in the last half hour. Okay, like the plot is wrapped up, and a few loose ends are being tied up right now. Pretty awesome. It's gonna be part of a trilogy, but it's kind of cool to just get a fresh kind of setting going. Sure, with uh, the Joe Abercrombie stuff. Okay, my only complaint is the main character's name is Yarvi. Mm. which sounds a lot like Tavi, which is the main character in Jim Butcher's Codex Alera series. He's like a young man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in that series, there was always Tavi who had like this mentally handicapped companion hanging around. So whenever they say Yarvi in this book, I always think of Tavi <laughs> from that book series. Uh, well, you should write it's the not author a real note on plan, this. I guess. But that's... The only thing I could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Don't pick cool. a name like uh, another person's name. So it sounds like this is a two thumbs up situation. Yeah. Cool. Two, two pricks up. <laughs> two dicks up. <laughs> <laughs> no limpies for this book. <laughs> no. All right. We got Raj's fucking music pick of the week. Oh, yeah. So last time we jammed some Gunter. I was looking to find out if that shit was real or not. Sounds like it's not. Yeah, people came in and said it wasn't real. I'm You're still torn? I was at 90%. It's not real. Now I'm at about 98%. It's not real. <laughs> You'll never eliminate that last bit of doubt. Yeah, that's a fair way to go through life, I think. <laughs> you never want to be completely surprised by something. Mm-hmm. So... But, yeah, so thanks for that there. And uh, listener Zach Lopez turned me on to a different band called Spock. And he had some good comments, actually, about just European kind of weird techno music. Yeah. And he thought maybe just because we're Americans, we wouldn't be able to tell. That might be the issue. Where's this guy from? He's from California. He's one of the Chupacabras. Okay, okay. And well, How the fuck does he know anything more than we know? <laughs> <laughs> well, then he thought, like, Country music probably seems completely uh, <laughs> fake to like Europeans, you know. I can but see it's that. Completely serious over here. Over yeah. here, I think. I don't. Uh, that's a valid point. Yeah. I like this guy. Fuck it. <laughs> but <laughs> take back my rude accusation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he had a band called Spock. Yeah. Is it about was, Star Trek? Yeah, they actually sing about space and Doctor McCoy. Sweet Jesus characters, but. I'm actually going to move on to a different fella named Johnny McGovern. Okay. I like him. I like him already. He's, he's an Irish guy with with the name Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got an album called Gayest of All Time. <laughs> all right. And this is another, I think it's a joke band, <laughs> but I, it could also just be like gay dance music okay. kind of deal, And but it's pretty fun to listen to, and we're going to listen to a couple tracks Okay. I'm about 80% sure it's a joke band. <laughs> I'm less sure than I was last time. I, I don't know. We're just going to have to figure it out. But this song is called Digmatized. 
<laughs> and I think that's probably a good word for your victims at the Warhammer tournaments, John. <laughs> nice. So definitely, we, fi- we finally have some terminology for your... I definitely dickmatized the Hydra once. <laughs> <laughs> this song is about five minutes long. I'm just going to play the whole thing because when you listen to it, it seems fake... But then other parts will seem completely real and okay. kind of creepy. So I'll fucking lay it on us here. Let's yeah, do it. see what you think. All right. Mr. McGovern, it seems as though you are suffering from an affliction known as dickmatization. Tell me all about it. It all started on the basketball court. I was shooting hoops with my homo homies, like we always do. When all of a sudden. Goddamn, this boy has gotten to me bad. Oh shucks, this sucks. I'm like, this dude a little too much. Oh snap, watch out, gonna tell you what this thing was all about. I know that you ain't right for me, but I just can't motherfucking let you be. I had to take your number out of my cell. Trying not to sex you wasn't going so well. I think you put a spell on me. That you see, Can't get you off my mind. You're so wrong, but it's so right. I'm dictatized. You got me dictatized. That shit is suicide. That thing was at the grand prize. I'm dictatized. Don't jump romanticized. I'm talking 955. Boy, you got me dictatized. Boy, you got me dictatized.
All right. Did you listen to the last episode of Point Radio? I have not. So I played some Turbo Negro on there. Oh, and that, is this a, a schmitty, shitty schmitty pick snuck um, on there? That's, Scott Wasinski's a big Turbo Negro guy, but what it is is kind of like hardcore, but it's gaycore. So uh, the, <laughs> the song I played was called Prince of the Rodeo, but it's, it's just like hardcore about really gay shit. So. Yeah, they're like a Scandinavian band. Too. Yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, uh, the, I got some live CDs of theirs in German, and it's pretty entertaining. So, but yeah, same same vein. If you're into gay music, <laughs> we got your number here. <laughs> All right, so we are gonna ring up the people's fracking champion. Yeah, we're gonna pick his brain about these new end time rules for fifty percent lords, fifty percent heroes. Get some of his thoughts and our thoughts as well. Yo yo. Um, what? What we might see, what armies are the big winners here, which are the big losers, and what what we're thinking we might do with this for our own armies. Yeah. So let's fucking do it, buddy. All right, we got Mikey G here, the people's fracking champion. What's up, boys? What's going on, baby? The brost with the most. Glad you picked up the fucking banana phone, boys. <laughs> well, it was vibrating. Ring, ring. <laughs> Had to get her out of my cornhole first, but here we are. You would set it to vibrate. Yeah. Fucking pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Check out those sex toy links I put up. Every goddamn time. <laughs> those are pretty popular. We could see how many people click. Yeah. <laughs> so, you get a cut yeah. of the sales yeah if they buy through my link i do yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to get some practice flicking yeah. the bean boys <laughs> each old one funds the new one yeah <laughs> i got a real collection going might have to get a bigger house <laughs> yeah let's talk some fucking boar hammer man oh, this lord of the end times this shit dropped right you know all about this don't you i, I mean i know some i haven't actually looked at the rules <laughs> I just yeah. kind of know them from what Twitter is saying. Yeah, me as well. Me as well. We do got it. The Nerd Apprentice is the only one who actually picked it up. <laughs> so we're not, we are bigger than him. So. Oddly, the brokest idiot in the fucking group bought the book. Yeah. <laughs> it's equivalent to like, the guy in the trailer park with the new iPhone 6 within two <laughs> weeks of it coming out. <laughs> yeah, so we want to talk about the new potentially sweeping change of... 50% Lord and 50% Hero choices across the army books, which we'll see if it gets adopted widespread for the tournament scene, but we're going to talk about it anyway, because it's in force for Wapaka for sure, and who knows what else. So And the Wapaka Primer. Yes, the <laughs> Wapaka Primer. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, maybe we should just talk about our own armies first, sure. see... I guess what changes you think you would make now that this is opened up, if you would make any changes at all. I don't know, Johnny, for let's say your typical bull ogre build. I mean, so for ogres. Well, my style of play is fucking troopy. I like troops. I like to have fucking big blocks on the table. Mm-hmm. And dumping half your points into characters does not facilitate large blocks <laughs> of troops running around. So I'm not completely sold on this idea. Mm-hmm. Well, for ogres, I don't know, you could do... One thing you couldn't do before is get like a BSB, two fire bellies, and then maybe just like a cheap bruiser general, and then yeah. just skip out on the lords entirely and get more delicious troops that way <laughs> by taking out the lords. Because before, you'd be stuck at that 600-point barrier or 550 or 500, whatever. Yeah. I think that'd actually be a pretty effective build because the fire bellies are fucking smoking hot, pun intended. Yeah, I think fire bellies is decent. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I think... 
That's and I think for most people, I think that's probably what's going to be is maybe people creeping up into the six or seven hundred points in either the lords or the heroes, but definitely not both. I don't know. I think the more you max it out, the more of a rock paper scissors style list you're going to end up with. Agreed. Agreed. Um, for the demons, I foresee. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'd run too great on clean ones. <laughs> Why not, dude? I mean, you could two level ones. That's a real. It could be fun. Butcherian. Yeah tactic there yeah it is a little butcherian perhaps <laughs> <laughs> um well i don't know maybe maybe two greater demons i think more you could do like uh Epidemus style list where you could take Epidemus and Nurgle BSB and Nurgle Herald General and still take two level twos on Zinch, <laughs> which would be six or seven hundred points normally. Um, I guess I foresee more of the hero kind of angle to this. Sure. I don't know. Getting over to Wood Elves, oh, I try to minimize those slots anyways. Yeah. Just a BSB and a level four. Although you could take, I think a Waystalker is like 90 points. So you could take like 10 or 11 of those fuckers. Snipe on all your opponents. <laughs> characters just yeah until you're playing like johnny's bull ogres <laughs> you just get run over and then you're like oh got all these sweet bow shots on uh <laughs> these random toughness five characters <laughs> yeah I don't know. I guess I don't foresee me or Johnny really delving too much into this, but you got Warriors for sure. Yeah, I think Warriors is one of the winners of yeah that game. Um, I I don't. I'm not going to do anything with it. Fuck that noise. I don't really care enough to make that happen. But uh, like, <laughs> I think Warriors is one of the top probably three or four books that went out from it. I mean, basically, like, I think any armies that have good characters, like really solid standalone characters, are going to win. And so Warriors. I mean, you know, you have the Lord slot where before you always had to choose, am I going to take a Chaos Lord, a Demon Prince, or a Sorcerer Lord? And you could almost never fit in two unless it was a really high point game. Whereas now, you could have a Demon Prince and a Chaos Lord, like an unkillable Chaos Lord, so that you can make your unkillable Chaos Lord your general. That motherfucker going to die, ever. And then you can run the Demon <laughs> Prince at stuff and just go balls deep in someone with, like, um, you know, death magic and all that jazz. So... I mean, and and yeah. then you know you got your war, you got your actual like standard heroes, and with Mark of Zinch, you can get decent word saves on all of them without too much issue. So you basically can have a bunch of Demon. dudes on demonic mounts running around. Demonic, yeah. yeah, T five, three wounds. I think that's another army where you the extra hero slots give you the ability to just drop the lords entirely if you wanted to go with a bucket load of exalteds on demonic steeds. <laughs> I, I think it seems bad. Ruins is doing something similar to that for Wapaka. He's got this four horsemen of the apocalypse theme idea. Uh, <laughs> badass <laughs> sounds cool awesome well any thought to the bretonians my man <laughs> oh brett um i mean okay on one hand brett's run on their characters so like it's really nice actually to be able to take more characters on the other hand you still your troops are pretty expensive and you still need them to make stuff happen so I think Brett's, I don't think they actually gained that. Um, you could potentially trick out your lords to have a, you could always take a double lord as it was. You can trick mm -hmm. it out a little bit more now. Um, you could fit the Fae okay. Entran Enchantress in with a with a Brett Lord, which would be kind of cool. Um, but are, are you... The sorry, go A level four or the special the character? The special character. I mean, because the special character is pretty good. Um, she gives you a bunch of bonuses to cast, and she can give you access to lores that you don't normally get. Dude, she's dead, man. But it, the fucking end times, she? she got killed. Oh, shit. Spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to the, the fucking Garage Hammer coverage, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's a good synopsis, because I know I'm not reading that shit. <laughs> But, okay, cool, yeah. So, Brett's not so much. You could... Although I did see it 
sticky list with like twelve yeah, paladins. Yeah, I was just gonna say you could spam paladins. <laughs> three, three units and I go for savage <laughs> beast and just fucking annihilate is basically the strategy there. I was trying to talk ledge into this. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's a fucking easy way to fill out the points in your uh, your new Bretonian list because he's worried he's not gonna make it. Are you trying for North Star? Oh, yeah, best. he's pretty close, but uh, if he swaps out one of the units of uh, Knights of the Realm with an entire nine-pack of Paladins... <laughs> Which really isn't decreasing his model count that much. No. Sadly, though, the end times are not in effect, Star. Mm. So I've been giving him some bad advice, but still <laughs> talking it up anyways. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think Warrior is definitely one of the big winners with the new points uh, allotments. So... I don't know what do you you said top three. So what else? What other two armies would you say do you do you think is in the top? I three? have I have top four. I I couldn't oh, I couldn't four. go. I had to go four. Whoa. Um, Whoa. it's basically uh, a split between um, dark elves being one because masters yep. are fucking baller as shit, and you can get them to have really good saves really easily, and they always strike first, and rerolling ones and all that bullshit. Um, and they're like 80 points pops, cheap, for what they do. Um, basically, anyone that could have access to really good characters that cheap. So Lizardmen would be another one, Scarvets. Absolutely, um, the, yeah. I mean, and so finally, the, the Slon, like, power of being able to swap spells with other Slon makes sense. Almost as if Games Workshop had a <laughs> mystical plan long before this. Um, so you could take double Slon. I don't think that's a good call in most scenarios, because that's a lot of points invested in magic. But you can spam Scarvets in a way that, even more so than before, and that was already a good Go go triple slime, man. You could. <laughs> you could. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pretty bare bones, but there's still four uh, still level four wizards with a goddamn four up, so Yeah, no, uh, totally agree with the Scarfets. I mean you could if you have enough Scarfets, you don't really need any source at all. Nope. Sad to say. <laughs> so you can still take all the skinks, muck around with the pterodons or the uh, whichever one of those beasties you like playing around with. Yeah. You know, cold one riders if you feel like it, but the rippers <laughs> <laughs> Got enough slams. Rotors, rotors, rippers. <laughs> He's having so much fun with those. Okay. So yeah, I mean, Lizzie's. You could keep going with the skin cloud. You're not really losing all that much, and you just pound up as many characters as you can. The Scarvets. Um, I think warriors again, as I mentioned, so are probably one of the bigger winners. And then I think vampire counts won a shit ton um, because yeah. now you can take double blender lords. I mean, your weapons are a little different. Okay. But you could yeah. take two blender lords, one being the general and the other being a level four. Um, and you know most armies have enough trouble dealing with one blender lord throw in a second yeah, one absolutely. and all of a sudden I mean that unit that, those two models alone are killing like 12 models on average of like rank and file <laughs> like just some stupid <laughs> amount so like they literally just touch anything oh you have a skull crusher unit yeah, never mind you're gonna lose like three quarters of it before mm-hmm. you swing so I, I, mean, I think vampires yeah. won a lot there and they can now I mean now the rules you know they, there's weird stuff with crumbling I think where you do not crumble yeah, anymore after general death yeah I believe okay. in the Undying Legion, uh, they no longer crumble. But even if a tournament wasn't was still using the crumble rules, they were just using the the percentages. Um, you could yes, like a standard BC. Yeah, you army. could uh, you could have a general not be a, and a level four at the same time, both being vampire lords. Um, and then you know you have a measure of protection for general that you wouldn't have before. So because before you'd have to take a blender lord plus like a really pared down level four, level three in order to get a level four or a higher level of magic. Now you can take mm-hmm. two Blender Lords who are super combat-y, super tough, and one of them can have legit ma- And you don't have to worry about that dimensional cascade killing off your general. So, I mean, vampires just got away with murder. Or you could just spam baby 
right vampires. Now. I mean, fucking fill out your hero yep. squad with twelve or fourteen banshees. Yep. <laughs> Just scream your army, your opponent's army off. <laughs> Never have to hit combat. Fuck. Yeah. So definitely, it's the potentials there <laughs> to do some really dicky stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I guess the VC from the cause some armies seem like the heroes allotments was a bigger deal but then for the vc and potentially lizard men the lords were where it at along with the warriors perhaps yeah the warriors being able to take double lords is- mm-hmm. yeah what was what was the fourth army then that was dark elves um and that oh, yeah. wasn't for lords could already fit in multiple lords um it was okay. just for that master spam because the access to ma- cheap masters and pegasus dumb so i mean you can see lists that are like eight peg riders just flying around <laughs> you and hitting wherever they want to mm-hmm. that doesn't even sound like fun anymore <laughs> maybe i'll just give this game up i i'd be yeah. surprised if we start massive west and if we do i think we'll deal with it they'll figure out ways to make it die um yeah but i i i don't think it's actually meant for tournaments i don't think this this system's meant for tournaments but i actually kind of like it for our, the, what it's going to allow you to do um like ruins is four horsemen idea like i mean his entire army is going to be themed around apocalypse you know concepts mm-hmm. and like the fact that you can now do that, being have character slots is so. I think it has really yeah for some stuff. I don't know how much we're gonna see that intensive themes, but um, I, I like the idea. Oh yeah, I'm totally pumped for it as well. I kind of talked about in the Wapaka episode. Um, the system needed some kind of change to kind of mix things yeah. up, and yeah. some people might argue this isn't the best one, but it's definitely a change. So we're gonna <laughs> have a little more tools to play around with, and yeah, see what's out it's there. Getting so fucking fuck. <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> I mean, I was telling bros, so, I was looking at Hobby Hero for Wapaka just so I didn't have to fucking, just so I could do something different. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so let's get a little Wapaka talk. So you, have you decided for sure one way or the other yet? I have not. Um, and that's, it's, here's my dilemma. Um, I okay. want to go Hobby Hero because I don't want to give a shit. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. a little tired of some of my titles, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> I so I don't want to give a shit, but at the same time, um, at the same time, I don't see myself coming like painting. I don't want to paint much more weirs. I'm getting really bored of them, especially my paint stuff. I'd like to move on to another army, and if I'm gonna do hobby hero, I'm probably I would almost feel obligated to do something fun, like make a fun list, and in, like all mm-hmm. I have painted warrior stuff. So other than like my chaos <laughs> order unit and my war shrine, so I'd have to paint a bunch of stuff, which oh, yeah, probably yeah. isn't gonna happen because I'm bored and lazy. Uh, I'll borrow you a beast man army. <laughs> uh, we'll see about that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was just going to mention, yeah, potentially I, borrowing. I could borrow something, and that probably is a better I've, I've done that in the past when I've been kind of tired uh, with my list. That's probably a better option. Some weeks. I, I may look um, into that one, because um, well, the way I'm looking at it is if I'm hobby hero and I'm still bringing the same old bullshit that I always do, and I can't trust myself to not get slightly competitive when I'm playing at times. So I don't want to fucking ruin another hobby hero's like, oh, God damn it, I was in this bracket to fuck around and now I get tabled or something. So I don't want to do that. So I, I don't know yet. I got to figure it out and kind of... Mm-hmm. I might just go the normal and move around a little bit and go... Th- yeah, well, okay yeah. then there's that aspect of, like, defending the title and everything yeah. else, too. Yeah. That, it has been two uh, years, so I'm almost <laughs> obligated, in, my, in a sense, to... 
defend. Uh-huh. Okay, so for back to the the end times, the fucking fifty percent. So I don't know which <laughs> what armies are jumping out to you where this does jack shit, <laughs> or is it just a dumb idea to indulge in these limits? Uh, number one contender is Beastman. <laughs> <laughs> like you could continue on with the the Herdstone spam, uh, but really after like a couple after like three or four wizards, it kind of was some utility because you're you're if you're gonna roll like a seven plus channels anyway, you're there's just there's a point where you just don't need any more dice. Uh, and like <laughs> the combat heroes are not effective enough to spam. They're expensive yeah. and they're not that good. And there's not a lot of great items for them. Um, it's just not. They just don't have the characters to support it. Dude, the staff of fucking <laughs> dark. You yeah, can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> I really try to keep a straight face there. Uh, there's nothing like that. So I think are a big fail with it. Um, I think dwarves well. Um, to me, like you already because of the war machines and people tricking them out, you already see really small armies. Um, and I think yeah, overinvesting in characters is going to be problematic. I think that's the wrong way to go. Um, a lord in every unit, yeah. <laughs> which like would be super tough. And like these these lords would just fucking grind it out forever. But man, you, your army would crumble around you, and those lords ain't going to do enough. Like they'll break yeah. eventually. <laughs> so I I just don't I don't see it. Um, you hit double blender van. Oh god, <laughs> you're just gone. It's wrecked. <laughs> By extension, as well, chaos dwarves are kind of the same thing. You need points for troops. You need points for your machines, yeah. and so chaos dwarves are going to find the same problem. Yeah, I guess humans, Gaven. I, I don't. Empire, come on, what do we got there? Empire can. Their combat heroes are not worth spamming, but they do have that light council that can just get better yeah. the more wizards you throw in there. Um, and usually you're actually a little cramped in some of the lower point stuff. You're a little cramped on Lord if you're going to go with a light council because you want both the, the altar and a level four. Um, and so the extra points can afford you to trick out your characters a little bit more and not have to worry mm-hmm. about that as much. Um, Might as well, yeah, but it's, go for that strength 10 banishment. Yeah. <laughs> as, well. as well. Just fucking murder off anything on the table. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of armies that could benefit but, like, you probably don't want to. Like, I would say Brett's fall into that. I would say Skaven falls into that. Um, you could benefit with, like, a bell and a seer. But I would just say, you know, a table with some toys. Some fucking double bell list, dude. You could go with a double <laughs> bell list. I don't know how effective that would be. I feel like if you hit the wrong matchup, you're going to die even worse than before. We're talking double bell, triple furnace. Oh, God. <laughs> Towers of power. <laughs> Two minimum size units of clan rest. Push them. <laughs> Three minimum size units of plague monks. Just that. That's <laughs> all you have points for anyway. It's like a fucking city moving towards you. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like a siege line, dude. <laughs> fucking siege towers come and fetch you. <laughs> Badass. Orcs and goblins? Uh, I don't think their characters are good enough to legitimate it, but yeah. you could spam uh, goblin shaman for some ridiculous um, channeling rolls. Um, that could be kind of interesting, but oh, I don't think it's good enough. I think orcs, you need <laughs> models, and you, need, you probably want warmers. So the more you take away from that, the less effective you're going to be on some level because really all you need is one wizard foot that's all you need for your magic <laughs> pretty much i mean yeah. that spell is by far one of those devastating so back to with a lot of armies yeah or unless you can get the dice the level four will yeah. suit you well <laughs> you don't necessarily need a lord so the lord points aren't going to help you and then the heroes only those few armies they're fighting enough to make the 
non-wizard choice is a interesting <laughs> choice. Yeah. Go make the beast man, like the gore balls and the doom balls. Yeah. Because you could go like the full magic and then still take those guys, couldn't you? Totally. Yeah. That would that open that up. Because aren't you kind of if you take like wow. the doom ball gore ball, you're limiting the the magic stone battery. You normally. are. And I I've played that 3K list in that vein, and that's my plan for Screw City. But the problem is, if you're going to take those fighty characters, you're going to want them in a unit, and you're going to want to be pushing them forward, so there's nothing to protect all your little wizards uh, running yeah. around the herdstone. It's a fucking big liability. Fuck my balls. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving up. You throwing a towel on this? No. <laughs> what about the dogs of war, Rod? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! <laughs> you know, I sold him. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. a fucking sore note there. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. It's, it's cool, man. <laughs> That's cool. So you working on some new shit there, Mikey? Nah. Before we let you go, I am just touching up stuff for Northstar. That's the extent of the stuff that I'm going to do for Warriors. Because I just got done painting a bunch of Saga stuff, so I'm working on Warriors for a bit till Northstar, and then I'm going to start up my Empire. I'm going to start actually with that. I got a test model done, but got more to go. Delicious little test model. Yep. <laughs> Big thing for mm. Empire is blending and freehand. Those are the two skills that I'm picking up. So nice. I always, with every army, I got to do something to go to the next level. So those are the two skills. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. Not me. I just rest on my laurels. <laughs> <laughs> when you reach the fucking top, you don't got anywhere else to go. <laughs> Keep flexing the fucking muscly painter arm. <laughs> up on top of the mountain, yeah. flexing his gun. All the schlubs climbing up. Uh, just peeing on everybody's head. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that, hey. uh, true. Um, awesome. So you're going to get some more pics of these finished warriors out on the Mini of us Ambassadors blog, that aren't you? the hope. I'll start these up. Start. Yes, awesome. We've added some links to the blog showcasing the various armies on there. Before, we've just had the tags and stuff like that so now we'll have specific links yeah and it should be badass once it's all done because <laughs> there's going to be quite a few <laughs> showcase armies on there which is going to be awesome yeah seeing everybody's stuff so awesome buddy so we yeah we're going to see you at North Star yep. then it's going to be off the hook Fantasy Flight yeah. Games pretty good venue yeah it's a good well it will be pretty well taken care of there I mean the same rules apply <laughs> we won't be able to bring in much for outside booze or anything like that but maybe if you hide some stuff get yourself a flask something like that make that happen. Well, last year I laid off the booze and I did pretty fucking well, so <laughs> maybe Again, that's secret. Repeat of sobriety. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the people's bastard. Yeah, the people's bastard returns. <laughs> bitches, get a shirt made. Badass. Well, yeah, looking forward to seeing you and the rest of the Skull Bros, buddy. Yeah, I talked to Bruins pretty soon here about the lore of death. He seemed pretty pumped about it in his Beast Man list, but now you're talking about this four horsemen. Yep, pretty is he, good. Is he jumping around? Um, his four like horsemen. A, I think his four horsemen list is looking looking like it's going to use lore of Zine. He wants the gateway things, but uh, I don't quite <laughs> know about. It. He might switch to the undead. That's fun. I like like that <laughs> <laughs> awesome cool well we will fucking catch you later right. buddy yeah good yeah with you. Voice. coming on So, Excellent. All right, let's fucking get on to some Borehammer history. Yeah, this one. Got? This is some Rogers Point Hammer history. 
I don't know. This end time stuff, man. It's got me thinking about the going? Wayback Machine. I'm going back to the first Storm of Chaos, dude. First one? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when the Storm of Chaos came out and we had our real end times campaign back then? <laughs> yeah. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Is that the one I made the campaign website for? There was a campaign website. Oh, yeah. You should see if you can find find those links. They've got to be up somewhere still. For our campaign? Yeah. Well, I took it all down, but I have it all. I could repost the whole campaign. <laughs> I did that not too long ago. <laughs> but, yeah, so we had our fucking Storm of Chaos campaign. It was you and me. Our buddy, good old buddy Eric Clements back then. Yep. I think Andrew was in it, wasn't he? Was it Nick or was it Andrew? Uh, One of the youngins was. Nick or Andrew. Yeah. And then also just some, because we're kind of idiots back then, just some random guy who we met at the store like that week. (laughs) Who is... He's like, hey, yeah, I'll be in your campaign. (laughs) He's like, I don't have any models, but I'll buy them all. And then I think we're all thinking like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to beat up on that guy. <laughs> so I made, like, this was based off the General's Compendium mm-hmm. old board, and it was really similar. We had, like, a big city in the middle, and there was, like, yeah. little forest tiles and <laughs> roads and shit. I played dwarves. Yeah, I was running the Sylvanian list with the little markers. So you put out... Yeah, that fucking bullshit. For each thousand points or 750 or something you put out a little marker on the board the size of a coin yeah and it would cast a summoning spell within six inches and it'd be a bound level four so this is back when bound spells would just go off yeah so you have all your wizards you know you kind of have like the same amount of magic basically and then in addition, you have three bound spells just raiding up hordes of zombies. <laughs> and you can get zombies with, like, spear and shield or crossbows. So yeah. I made a bunch of zombies with spears and shields. and Crossbows. Probably had maybe, like, 120 or 150 <laughs> little bastards. This was your of skellies. bright orange-themed VCR. Yeah, bright, orange bright and blue. blue and orange, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, one of the... It was on the way to my current tournament painting. Because I had the Lizardmen before then. Yeah, those guys were okay. Those were, but this one was like stark, dogs of war, stark highlights kind of deal. Kind yeah, of figuring out the highlighting and sticking to like the three. Everything was gray, blue, or orange, and like that was it. They had to be those three colors because those were have the, those were the army colors. There was metallics too, mm-hmm. and we probably played through. It was supposed to be a twenty turn campaign. I think we got to, like, turn 18 or 19 before it fizzled out with completely massive sieges over (laughs) and over. Yeah. And neither of us could hold the siege. Yeah. The key is just give all your guys ladders and you can't really lose because you have so many more guys. Uh I built all those siege towers. Yeah. Which I sold... I think I sold two of them on eBay and I sold sold one to Meal. Yeah. One of them was... Two of them were just kind of siege towers, and one of them I built like an awesome. It was like a little, almost like a little a shrine or something. No, it was like okay. a kind of looked like a little was, house. Yeah, it was on well top built up. With, yeah, and it had a little balcony, and my little Your vampire, vampire would hang out up there. Yeah, <laughs> and then he always he tried to claim I wouldn't get a lookout, sir, because he wasn't part of a unit up there. <laughs> so then I started putting another skeleton up there, standing next to him, <laughs> to give him a lookout, sir. <laughs> Cocksucker. Yeah. 
The fucking CJs. Yeah, we that webpage I made, it was all like a manual update of the map every time. So manually coloring in sections yeah, and cleaning sections. It was like sections. the blue or the orange. Or like somebody mine was pink green. or yellow. Eric was red. Yeah, it was... And that Empire it was a bu- guy... a lot of work. Fizzled out like after the second one immediately. <laughs> and then like, I think you took over Nick's land... Yeah, and, and me like, and Eric crushed him. just went back and forth having the same fucking battles over and so over. I was like, yeah. So you were kind of sandwiched between Eric on one side and then me on the other. <laughs> we never finished it. <laughs> we're going to have to have a big VC dwarf scrum to decide it <laughs> once and for all. Yeah. It's a fucking loose end, man. <laughs> oh, I got to tie that bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fun. We should do we should do another campaign of some kind. Yeah, that was probably the only time we've ever done a Warhammer uh, campaign. We've <coughs> actually done two other ones. Oh god. Which we could bring Not up. to that level though. We could bring up at some other points. Yeah. We should do one of the Mighty Empires ones. I think those would be well simpler. Uh, are you going to paint those things? No, but Butch will. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that kind of shit, dude. Yeah, I bet he would. He'd probably make them all nergly and shit. <laughs> yeah. Look, <laughs> I win. I got all the tiles. <laughs> yeah. Well, that That's probably, yeah, 2004, 2005. Yeah, it was pre-Beastmen. Decade ago, you were running the dwarves. Yeah. It was a fucking good time. God, have we been doing this that long? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with us, dude? <laughs> all right. Moving on. All right, we have the fucking blog post of the month. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about a series of blog posts here, and maybe a lot of people have heard of this, and maybe a lot of people haven't, because it's been around for a while, but it keeps growing from time to time. So we're going to talk about Mr. Saturday's Famir of Albion Army. Yeah. So if you go to Mr. Saturday's mumblings.blogspot.com and then we'll link in the show notes yeah, as well. We will. And we'll also link you straight to the Famir stuff because he's got a lot of other stuff going on too. But this bro has an army of fucking Hastings esque proportions going on here. Just the level of conversion that's going into every single fucking model. Uh, Base work is crazy. Yeah, super swampy and cool. It's got a real strong Celtic theme to it. It's really fucking cool. The Famir look awesome. You, I've never seen anything like it. I don't know. Does he run it as orcs? I wonder what he I runs think it as. They're orcs. Yeah. Yeah. The giant. The giant's one of his last postings, and it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, he's got these cool slug rider thingies. My favorite bits are these weird like undead type guys yeah where he like mixes bits like i think they're mantic stuff but he mixes in like skelly bits and it's all they're not painted as skeleton like like the kind of just like really emaciated skin kind of look to them and yeah. they have glowing eyes which he did really really well usually <clears throat> i don't know i kind of dislike any kind of glowing or light sourcing effects as a rule <laughs> but but this bro the, the eyes it. on those yeah he did did a great job those look tremendous so check this shit out if you haven't heard of it and if you have heard of it but haven't checked it out in a while fucking look at it it's super cool man if you want some inspiration a lot of people talk about and ask about you know what's a cool theme what's a good theme well this dude fucking nailed it so <laughs> Give it a go. Really, really cool stuff. And it goes back fucking, like, years, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I relate to it really well and like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let's go to uh, 
my fucking current obsession at the moment. Yeah. What do you got? You son of a bitch. I've been playing Master of Monsters. Oh, I told you it was awesome, isn't it? Since last time. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's fu- it fucking hits your nerd angle so bad. Yeah, it's it's good. It's turn-based strategy, and it's fucking hard. Yeah, it's challenging. Like, shit. I could see if you were a kid how I never pissed got off there. Yeah. Yeah. you would be. <laughs> and, like, the combat's really basic. You have a long-range attack, a short-range attack. <laughs> Some monsters don't. You're capturing towers. Yeah, so you're, you're a wizard, and you summon monsters, and you send them to capture towers so you can get more magic points and to kill the other wizard. Yeah, so the real goal is to kill the other wizard. On a huge hex map. Mm-hmm. As for Sega Genesis, I'm playing it on the emulator on my Wii, and I've got a, I put in like 20 hours, and for the other old games I've played, this has been a pretty entertaining yeah. 20 hours. And this, I'm at... <laughs> The last battle right now. I just, I didn't have time to start it or, or finish it because I want to do it in one go, but I just had time to fire it up. This is kind of game it is where I fired up the map and then I had to look at it and study it for about a half an hour. <laughs> and then I shut it off and I'm thinking about how I'm going to go about beating it because to start off with, you kind of, your monsters are wussy and then they level up. Yeah. And you carry them over from battle to battle. Yeah, and then so you're like leveling them up, and then at some point the time limit comes into play. So you're like, "Fuck, I gotta, you <laughs> I gotta, gotta get past these." And then towards the end, the enemy monsters are so powerful yeah. <laughs> that you can't even. You gotta like really them and sacrifice gang up on them, and you can't yeah. really do that. So you gotta maneuver around, yeah. and try to get to the master, and there's even fucking trick levels in there where <laughs> there's one that's just. It's a tiny little map covered with volcanoes, <laughs> and only two types of monsters can cross it, like dragons and sphinxes. And if you don't have any of those, if you hadn't built up any of those to that point, <laughs> you, you wouldn't be able over. to do anything. You'd have yeah. to restart the whole campaign and play through it again. <laughs> but I happen to have a bunch of dragons, because they're okay. And then the sphinxes are actually shit, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize it until... I'd already built a bunch of them, so I just had them anyways. But thankfully, they paid off <laughs> in that level. And, yeah, this one, this last battle, I don't know how the hell I'm going to do it. It's a huge map. you got to take out three different guys on three different sections. One guy's in the mountains, <clears throat> one's in the volcanoes, one's in the Icelands. <clears throat> and I don't... I don't know how I'm going to do it. I've looked at it. I think I'm going to send the tr- the the foot sloggers and the air force into one, and then when that one's defeated, I'm going to send the air force and like the water troops into the ice area. <laughs> and then while that's going on, the foot sloggers will be going into the mountain area, and then hopefully I can take out the ice people to get to the mountain area with the air force because Give not one of them, yeah, not one of them can do it on their own. <laughs> so. What's your strategy for defending yourself while your whole uh, army's out traipsing across the fucking... Well, <laughs> best defense good offense, right? <laughs> Keep them on the back foot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I haven't reset it at all or redone anything, so I've just been playing it through and I've been beating them yeah. because as soon as I lose, I'm just... I'm, You're fucked. I don't have the end. I'm not going to be replaying it because, <laughs> you know, each, each campaign is like two or three hours per map. Yeah. And some of them are pretty close. One of them came down to the last 
I had an angel trying to fight, kill their wizard, and I had to hit with both attacks, <laughs> and it was my very last attacks. It was like turn 35. <laughs> Everybody had done their swings. He had like six hit points left, and I needed to hit twice doing four points of damage with a 65% chance. <laughs> and I was almost hoping that I didn't do it so I could just be done with it. <laughs> and you killed him, huh? And I killed him. <laughs> Luck of the Raj held out. Yeah. Moved on. That sounds about right. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm glad I'm on the last one. Like I said, I put in about 20 hours. <laughs> it's such a fun game, And there's two, there's two campaigns. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of standalone maps. So for like a... A game from that era, like that's phenomenal amount of hours you're getting. It's like 50 hours yeah. of gameplay, and then you can play through it multiple times. I played the shit and, out of that as a kid. Yeah, upgrade different monsters and just to see how powerful they get and what's good. I'm sure, I broke many a Genesis controller <laughs> playing yeah. that game back in the day. There is some bullshit <laughs> stuff. Yeah, like once a monster gets low on hit points, they just like will gang up on it and yeah. Well, there's no way you can it. save it. Yeah, the AI is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, like games these days, like well, we'll just let them walk away because Civilization Five will do that where they'll pick on your shit that is new rather than picking on your wounded yeah. shit, which you're always like, yeah. So, Master Monsters, pretty. Do good. not get this. You'll <laughs> just piss away your life on it. Yeah, All I'm right. surprised I got my much hobby time in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'll take the blame for this one. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to? All right. Well, I found this fucking show on Netflix. There's two seasons on there. It's called Copper. Okay. Takes place, the first season starts in 1854 in New York, and they follow this Irish fucker who is a detective, Kevin Cochran, and his buddy, Frankie McGuire. Frankie McGuire. So some of the most Irish bastards you're going to hear about uh, in New York at the time when New York was full of nothing but Irish and freed slaves. Gangs of New York (laughs) era. So it's... I don't know what it is with me and detective shows, but if I start watching them, I'm freaking hooked. Yeah. So it's interesting. I wouldn't that trivia fact. I wouldn't think that about you. <laughs> if that was on your baseball card, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> that's uh, that's me just trying to figure out how to get away with my multitude <laughs> of scams here. <laughs> so either way, man, it's really, really good. So like the Civil War is going on. There's historic figures that come in. Like John Wilkes Booth is in. They portray him as this really flamboyant gay guy. And nice. Uh, Frederick Douglass is in there, and he seems about how you'd expect. Ulysses S. Grant, just completely shit faced. <laughs> I don't think Grant was in this one. No, probably is. He was in the out on campaign, but he was in the latest Hell on Wheels, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool. Like, oh shit, it's Grant. But I, and that's another thing. <laughs> that whole era really appeals to me. So, such a good show, though. I really enjoyed it. If you're, uh, if any of these things sound intriguing, check it out. It's a BBC show, but it's on Netflix. So, okay, it's a solid, solid watch. Excellent. Let's do an event announcement, dude. Yeah, we got Wapaka Primer in Wixom, Michigan, coming up on November eighth. So Relian is running this event, and I believe it's, I think it was Flatland Games or something like that. Yeah. Um, but they'll be using the Wapaka rules. And it's about just outside of Detroit, so it's about four four hours from Chicago area. Okay. So if you're Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, give a give a thought about swinging over there. Sure. Playing up some Wapaka stuff, and we'll have a link go in the show to, notes. Yeah, go in the show notes. We'll give you the contact info. But yeah, Relian is doing that, okay. and he's actually playing some uh, Wapaka games 
of his own with the new Nagash Undying Legion. So he's going to come on a future episode and chit-chat us up about how that's working out for him. Okay. Should be interesting. Cool. On the subject of fucking upcoming events, submitted my Screw City list to Alex twice now and failed both times. (laughs) (laughs) What happened was my computer... The homemade spreadsheets, man. You got to get a real... I know. I'm right on the verge. Construction program. You can't play with that shit at work, dude. My work computer crashed, so I lost all... (laughs) I lost everything I had, so all the books that I had in spreadsheets were gone. All my lists were gone. So I was trying to recreate shit sneakily at my... My desk, not not draw any boss attention, and I, I make this so list. How did you do it originally? Did you have like your army book out at your desk? Yeah, and like- I'm just typing it all into a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how. But so I was doing that with the fucking beastmen, and then at one point I'm like two hours in, and I realize this is the old fucking beastman book. <laughs> <laughs> My God, fucking damn it, dude! So, uh, uh, yeah, it was. I feel like a total fucking noob. <laughs> what a fuck for Pod, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that sh- shit should be in the closet and dusty. But thanks to Podge, it was sitting on top of the stack of army books. Here's my beast bag. Yep, there it is. Take it to work. Put that in the work bag. <laughs> God damn it. So, I'll get it together. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm a total fucking loser. <laughs> the first list I sent him was like a 2,400 points something. <laughs> That would like, be awesome if you showed up. Uh, yeah. Like, God damn it. Anyway, I got shit for brains lately. <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed, I can't fucking form a thought. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. let's take a fucking break. <laughs> J-Jack. Hey, Mr. Taliban. Taliban <laughs> What's up, buddy? How much? How's the North Star prep going? What are we thinking here? Did you go demons or orcs? Orcs. Orcs? Yeah, I'm on uh, upwards of 10 a day right now. Oh! <laughs> I finally got to it. That's awesome. Yeah, and because I only just now got to it, that's why I got to do about 10 a day. So, see, uh, it ain't going to be fancy, but they'll be done. So, like, how many hours is that you're, you're putting in here? Um, in fact, right now it's not too bad. I got a... Usually when I set up like this, they're just dip too, but they, uh... I set a system down where I plan out how everyone's going to go, so I pick out all the colors beforehand, and I get them all staged. and shit, so mm-hmm. hour and a half to two hours tops. For ten miles? Yeah. That's oh, a wow. fucking That's great. speed demon shit. Yeah, I'm curious to see the quality. But, uh, yeah, I'll post up, uh, I'm actually this weekend, like every Saturday or so, I'll probably put something on the, the Bastard blog. Oh, nice. Excellent. What does uh, Melanie think of all this painting time? Are you still looking at that Look at the bean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, uh, she's, she just got, a just got a new job and she's still closing out the old, she worked at, so, like, still at work right now. Uh, so, you flicking your own bean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta paint my own models and everything. Yeah, that's some dog shit. <laughs> Amanda, so you still flicking two giants for North Star? No, I cut out the, the giants. Um, it looks like, uh, mm-hmm. they got black, uh, black orcs to, cause I'm gonna run Gringor. Oh, cool. Ducks up points, likes to be black orcs. <laughs> yeah, he does. Makes them better. Yeah, they're, 
if they get into something, they're not, not too great. bad with him in there. They're not, not yeah, they're not great. Expensive as fuck, but okay, cool. Yeah. Have you been building any muties? How's the Gorkamorka campaign been going, my man? Yeah, I started up, uh, started work on those, but they haven't gotten as far yet because I gotta, I gotta finish the North Stars first. <laughs> so I started working on that. I'm putting together this, and I'm trying to, trying to teach my health self sculpt as we go because I gotta put fucking bags, rags, and shit all over them. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you using for the models? Uh, so far I've got the mounted Damonette speakers. Okay. Yeah, Seekers of Slash, and then uh, a box of Crew, uh, the 40k bird Crew guys, because mm-hmm. um, their weapons are already kind of messed up, and they got little shit tied on them and everything. I yeah. keep the bodies and the heads a little bit, but then I need to mm-hmm. make the stocky bay and finish out the rest, because the muties yeah. are supposed to be like crash Imperials and Adeptus Mechanicus stuff, so I need Yeah, like, the muties are like mutant roaming the wastelands on like mutated horses, and the original <laughs> models are really hard to find, and they're really expensive, like they're 30 or 40 bucks a guy. Are they that good to look at anyway? Anyways. The no. horses are actually pretty cool. Yeah. They're all mutated. Yeah, the steeds I like, but the guys on them I never really like that much. So J-Jack, yeah, I think that's the most common thing to do in the Gorkamorka crowd is use those steeds of Slanesh or weird enough to work for, for their steeds. So how have the games been going? Uh, tricky. Yeah? Um, I only got five models. I mean, we played one, so that was, mm. that was obviously bad. But uh, I have to... I have to figure a whole different strategy on it because I think right now I actually I lost both the first game, but I got the highest mod rating. Oh yeah, second yeah. highest. I think I'm ahead of it because I, I never nobody died, nobody took a a real serious head injury. Yeah. <laughs> Although I had yeah. four of my models got knocked out of action first, but the only one who didn't roll like full recovery got like impressive scars. So Son of a bitch, <laughs> you motherfucker. Then, yeah, and then I got uh. Did some upgrades to the weapons real quick to figure it out. Especially with the skill tables that you worked up for the, the orc mobs. A lot of it, like a, the muty skill table, the riding skills, are pretty awesome as it is. But yeah. I, there's a whole lot of doubles now in the way the new skill tables worked up. Yeah. Um, so the muties I don't think are going to benefit as much. So I got to I gotta nail their equipment down real quick, though. Mm-hmm. The, I have to be able to get in there, run around, shoot up a couple guys, and then leave the table. But what I messed up on the last scenarios was I, I voluntarily bottled out. Mm-hmm. which means I lose where if I had just like hauled ass and ran off the table I probably would have either drawn or won both of the mm-hmm. yeah. kind of interesting yeah kind of rewards like hit and run kind of tactics and just scampering off things don't turn your way so yeah it should be a fun addition to the campaign this year for sure so oh cool yeah I hope you get everything done for North Star buddy yeah uh, we'll probably let you do it already yeah, yeah we'll let you go thanks for chatting buddy yep appreciate it see you guys later yep take care We got Raj's cheap ass segment. Hidden <laughs> hobby dollars, John. <laughs> All right, Gramps. <laughs> this time, we're moving on to something new. We're about time. About time. Lay it on us. <laughs> yeah. This one, I actually checked out stamps.com because I was curious about how well their program would work. For war gamers who wanted to sell shit on eBay. Okay. 
And so I decided to check it out, take their trial offers, see how it worked, and then see if that's something we would try to get our listeners to do because you hear it pimped out on pretty much any kind of normal podcast yes with like regular <laughs> audience so pimpstamps.com and so obviously they've never used it wow <laughs> this is gonna be kind of a mixed review yeah issue so you've actually put it to use now. yeah right? so went to the site you got to put in your credit card to get the free shit mm-hmm. and then the it actually, the way it works is you get your scale sent to you in the mail, and it's it's pretty cool. It's a decent scale. I've got a, I just use some weird, like, old post office spring scale I got on eBay sure. for, like, 20, 20 bucks, maybe. So this, it's a legitimately good way to get a scale, and it's actually, like, a USB-powered, so you plug it in your computer, and then... For the stamps.com stuff, you have to get the program, and it's like a Java-based okay, kind so of thing. Okay, so you have to install Java? Yeah, so you got to install Java, and then you put in the little app, and then it it looks like maybe something from the early 2000s. Um, so it doesn't look super modern, but so yeah. once you get on there, you got your credit on there. And, and actually, if you can get... For some reason, I couldn't get my scale to work, but you could put something on the scale, and then in the program, it would automatically pick up the weight. Sure. But for some reason, mine wasn't doing that, and I was ticking around and troubleshooting, and I spent maybe seven or ten minutes on it, and then I'm like, well, this literally saves me like a second and a half from having to type in nine ounces instead of it automatically transmitting <laughs> through the scale. Yeah. Um, so... The scale, scale works fine. It's a good scale. They claim it's a $50 scale. It seems more like a, maybe a $15 scale. <laughs> um, so that's fine. And then as far as the program goes, it works pretty good with eBay. You just go in, you bring in your login information, and then it brought up all my auctions that I had. Sure. And then I was able to go through them. And this is, I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with... The way they did it, because they wanted you to batch, batch them all out, where you wrap up the package, you weigh it, and then you kind of queue up your postage, and then print them all at the same time, because it saves paper that way, but then you have all these packages where you have to keep track what's in them. Yeah. Where normally with eBay, you know, I wrap it up, (laughs) print it one at a time, I know what's in there, so, you know, I guess... It does save time to do it all at once. Now, I definitely want to wouldn't want to do it with like twenty packages. Now that you say that, though, I've received things from eBay, and it's written on the box what it is. So I bet you those people are users of stamps.com. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Because I mean, it does. Yeah, I guess it is faster to do all the packaging at once yeah. and attach all the postage at once and print it all out at once. Sure. Um, so maybe that's something I get used to. But yeah, I had to write on the package what it was, and then. The the postage was the same as eBay postage, so you weren't saving anything. That was one thing I wasn't sure. You do to get a discount, I guess. How um, much free postage was included with the sign-up? You get $5 to begin with, Okay, and then you have two vouchers for $10, Okay, but you have, you have to use them in following months after your trial period has ended. <laughs> so the the issue is once your trial period has expired, you're put on a plan for 
like fifteen ninety nine a month or something <laughs> like that. So if you're not a business, and even I don't know, maybe with a business, there's better options than Stamps.com even. But so obviously, for a regular person, using just the eBay software is probably the better way to go in okay. the long run. But um, I was able to cancel it really easily. You just call a phone number. You don't even talk to anybody. You just they have your phone number from when you put in your initial information. Yeah. So you call up. They know who you are. You can just press like one to cancel, and then they'll offer you like a ten dollar a month plan. And then if you cancel it, still want to cancel, they'll get, try to give you another four weeks for free. Yeah. And then if you and then after that, then you're canceled. So I didn't get charged or anything like that. I think in the past they're a little more scammy than they are today. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like the old postage scales that they sent out, like didn't have a readout on them. So like you'd have to use the stamp software, <laughs> and if you're your meter was really sh- shitty and it didn't work. You wouldn't know. So, um, but yeah, I haven't had any issues. They haven't charged me or anything. I don't think it's a super great service. But if you need to get a a scale and you want to sell some stuff on eBay, <laughs> which you definitely don't want to dick around going to the post office, having them weigh it and then paying whatever, yeah, you definitely want to uh, mail it from home. <laughs> so, if you need to get a scale. I think doing the, the stamps.com trial membership would be a decent way to get one. You get the $5 on there, which I was able to use. And then, you know, if you like it, you can use it. If you think you're going to use it a lot, maybe it'll be worth it. But otherwise, it's if you decide you don't like it, it's easy enough to cancel. All right. But we'll have a link to that on the site. And if you do that through the website, we'll get a hook we'll up. support the cast for two months. Speaking so. of which, cheers to everybody that has been clicking yeah. our links. Clicking through our eBay link and our Amazon links, much appreciated. Yeah, it's just a couple extra steps for you, but we definitely appreciate it. We notice it, and we fucking like it. We should have done this years ago. <laughs> All right, man. In, in between flicking the beans, mm-hmm. we've been wetting our beaks. <laughs> <laughs> we got a pretty busy schedule of bean flicking and beak wetting. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about gear. I the, the shirts were supposed to be in Monday... I heard nothing. I call her on Wednesday. Ooh. I left her a message. The bitch never got back to me. Really? So she's dragging her feet for some reason, so I'm on it, though. This should be going out next week, maybe later this week, but not likely since it's already Thursday. Mm-hmm. I just got to remember during my work day to call over there. Therein lies the rube. Yeah. I have to drive. It's a little bit of a drive out of town to get out there, so if I got to drive out there, I'm going to be fucking pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. I don't know. I think pretty much wraps it up for us, buddy. What else do we'll we kick got? Kick it out with maybe with the question of the month. Well, we got, uh, hold on, the forum, youmagnificentbastards.com. Uh, Check that shit out. Find our show notes on there. Find links to all the goodies we talk about. Find out how to support us. Go to pointhammer.com and click on the support link at the top. You can click through to other sites. On our homepage, there's an eBay link. If you're going to shop at eBay, click through that fucker, man. Think about us. If you care about us, <laughs> you fucking think about us just once in a while and let us know by clicking through our site. <laughs> if, like same shit goes for Amazon mm-hmm. and the forum, pointhammer.com slash forum. We'll have links to all this shit up. Mm-hmm. Hook it up. All right. Question, question of the week, dude. Of the month. Oh, yeah, month. What do you got? Lay it on us. <laughs> yeah, so we talked with Mikey G a little bit about how our armies might be changing. 
So we're kind of curious how your guys' armies are going to change. Are you going to take advantage of the 50% lords or 50% heroes in any of your upcoming army lists, either for Wapaka or for any other tournament? Yeah. Let us know. I'm any cu- cool I'm ideas? Cool previously impossible scenarios you're going to pull off mm-hmm. with your insane slan. Yeah, some super dicky stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really awesome. work with Beastman, I can tell you that. <laughs> think guaranteed just 10 Bray Shamans. <laughs> Roll Snake Eyes are guaranteed a 12 Magic Base. <laughs> yeah, you can wild form everything in your fucking army. <laughs> Hopefully you're in combat that turn. Wow. <laughs> I got gore that are 10, strength 10, toughness yeah. 10, bitch. Let us know. Give us a call on the HBBV helpline. At 601-TRY-HBBV. You can hit us up on the Twitter. 601-879-4728. Or reply to the post on the, the Bastards blog as well. Yeah, yeah. Twitter, I am at PointHammered. At Hammered underscore Raj. Yeah. That's about it, buddy. We're going to kick it man. out with a little more Johnny McGovern. 80% sure the shit's legit. Oh, wait, illegit. Ill- mm-hmm. Ill- Ill- illegitimate. Ill- illegitimate. <laughs> this one is hashtag T-O-T-D-F, which I believe stands for texting on the dance floor, <laughs> which made nice. me some faux pas in the gay community. I'm not sure. <laughs> don't pretend like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is it real? Is it a joke? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Suck my balls. It's my bees.
horizon. Sprint to the dance floor. Drifting on the dance floor. One final note to my uh, previous message. Uh, I don't know why I just said uh, have a good one. Uh, I probably should have said, you know, something to the effect of suck my balls.